Welcome to the Managing Motherhood Podcast, a place for real talk about the fun and not-so-fun aspects of motherhood. I'm Orliso Poole, a mom, trained psychotherapist, and empowerment coach, and I help emotionally overwhelmed moms find confidence and calm so they can experience the joy that is motherhood. Each week, I share tips and tricks for moms who want to stay in control, stay on top of your mental health, and manage the challenges inherent to motherhood. In case you didn't know, Managing Motherhood provides online therapy and coaching for moms who love their children but aren't loving motherhood. If you're feeling emotionally overwhelmed, stressed out, or you're just tired of feeling like you can't cut it as a mom, my solutions-focused therapy and empowerment coaching can help you find confidence and calm so that you can actually enjoy parenting. If you're ready to ditch the anxiety and mom guilt and learn to manage motherhood with joy and on your own terms, Head over to psychotherapyformoms.com to learn more and schedule a free consultation. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Managing Motherhood podcast. If you are returning, thank you so much for coming back. And if you're new here, welcome. Today, I want to talk to you guys about burnout, specifically managing burnout during the holidays because it is second week of December. And I know you guys are most likely already feeling a little bit of stress. The holidays are coming up. Thanksgiving has already passed. And, you know, in addition to just the usual holiday stress, kids being home, having to buy gifts, we also have, you know, production delays and product shortages and delays in the mail system and a new COVID variant just thrown in there to make things exciting. So Chances are you're already overwhelmed. You're already feeling a little stressed. So I wanted to talk to you all today about how to avoid burnout this holiday season so that you can actually enjoy spending time with your family, celebrate the holidays without the usual stress that moms tend to feel around this time. So for me, holiday burnout is actually something very interesting. Now that I'm adult, it's very interesting because I remember being a child and I have two siblings, brother and a sister. And growing up on Christmas Eve, it eventually became a running joke in my family that on Christmas Eve, two things would always happen. We would always get new pajamas and my mom would always be in an argument with somebody in our family about something that we all saw as like small and inconsequential at least to the rest of us. To my mom, it was serious. But every single Christmas Eve, we would get new pajamas and we would argue with my mom. And that was just a thing. And my siblings and I, we never quite got it. We never understood why mom was always like so crabby and so grumpy on Christmas Eve, especially because to us, it seemed like she was getting upset over nothing. And now as an adult, that no longer happens. My mom no longer argues with us all on Christmas Eve, even though we're all still together. And it's interesting because now that we're adults and it no longer happens, now that I have a child, I really understand where my mom was coming from and what was going on. And I realized that she wasn't really fussing about the fact that we hadn't cleaned our rooms or the fact that we didn't like our new pajamas. She was really experiencing, most likely every single year, some holiday burnout. She was experiencing a high level of stress. And for us as kids, our stress was at an all-time low, right? 
We were out of school. We were excited about getting our new presents. We were excited about our special treats and, you know, all of the fun and magic of the holidays. But my mom, on the other hand, was the one creating all of that fun and magic for us. And she, you know, because she did, because she worked so hard in trying to create that fun and magic for us, she wasn't really able to enjoy that fun and magic herself. So as kids, we're having a Christmas movie night and we're eating our treats and we're sleeping in and mom is cooking and cleaning and she's up all night baking and she is preparing everything and creating all of this magic that she never really gets the time to enjoy. So of course, when we're complaining because our pajamas are long sleeve and we wanted short sleeve pajamas or we don't want to wear plaid again, like, of course, she's going to completely lose it because she spent so much time and energy trying to make us happy. And we were expressing yeah, kind of a little bit of ungratefulness. So as moms, you know, as a mom myself, now I definitely get it. And I'm sure most moms can relate to that, you know, that conflict of the holidays of wanting everything to be perfect and magical for your child, but then also feeling so stressed out at having to create those magical moments. So I want to share with you all some tips today so that you can go into this holiday season, of course, still creating magic for your family, but also not being so stressed out that you're not able to enjoy the magic yourself. So my very first and biggest tip for avoiding holiday burnout is going to be to drop some balls. And what I mean by that is prioritize what you are going to do this holiday season and do only things that bring you joy. Do only things that are worth it to your family. So as moms, you know, we, the things that we choose to do aren't necessarily things that we're choosing to do because they're important to our family. Some things like Elf on the Shelf is just a trend that's introduced and everybody's doing it. And we're like, oh, well, if everyone else is doing it, I don't want my kid to be left out. And we end up doing all of these things, trying to create this magic, even though it might not be necessary. It might not be something that's actually meaningful to our family, yet it causes us stress. So The concept of dropping balls basically comes from the fact that as moms, we're always trying to juggle all the things and do everything. And when we have so many balls to juggle, so many tasks that we're always like trying to keep track of, chances are some are going to drop no matter what. So in order to avoid burnout, in order to avoid the stress of accidentally dropping some balls, sometimes it helps to be intentional about the balls that we are going to drop so that we can put our energy and focus into continuing to juggle the balls that mean the most to us. It helps to think about the balls as some being rubber balls and some being glass balls. Now, the glass balls are the balls that are very important to you and your family, the balls that are high value, and there's going to be some sort of consequence if they are dropped. So glass balls over the holidays might look like buying presents, having a holiday meal with your family, those meaningful traditions that you guys have had for generations or the traditions that just bring you the most joy. And the rubber balls, those are balls that honestly, if you drop, there's not that much consequence. They're kind of in there in the mix, but it doesn't really affect your family one way or another if you drop them. And in fact, dropping the rubber balls might make things better for all of you because it reduces the stress. 
So rubber balls might look like attending holiday parties outside of your family, taking holiday pictures, doing Elf on the Shelf, putting up a Christmas tree, sending out holiday cards, doing lots of decorations. So I can't tell you which balls are going to be rubber and which balls are going to be glass. In my household, we do have a Christmas tree some years. Some years we don't have a Christmas tree. We don't ever do really big decorations because really big decorations, putting lights outside the house, decorating the entire house doesn't really mean anything to us. Over time, that might change as my child gets older. You know, that might shift, but for now, doesn't mean anything to us. So we have a tree sometimes, but we don't do anything more than that. So it's important to really, when you're figuring out what you're going to do for the holidays, think about what is meaningful to you and your family and where is the pressure coming from to do all of these activities. Is it coming from society saying, oh, you must do a gingerbread house and you must have fresh baked cookies and you must do all of these things? Or is it activities that really bring you and your family joy? If it doesn't bring you and your family joy, don't do it because you have enough on your plate. And the aim of the game here is doing things that are worth it. So first tip is to drop some balls, drop those rubber balls. It won't really matter. The next tip is going to be sharing responsibilities. So what I mean by that is not necessarily asking for help, but at the beginning of the holiday season or whenever you can sit down with your family. If the kids are too young, it might mean, you know, just sitting down with your partner or whoever and having a planning meeting regarding the holidays. So as moms, we tend to kind of plan everything out ourselves and then delegate everything. And what that does is it puts us in charge. We are still the house manager. We are the ones with everything in our heads. It's another form of that invisible or emotional labor, right? So it helps to kind of take some of that pressure off of you to not only delegate the tasks, but to have assistance in the actual planning and delegation itself. So have a short meeting with your family where you guys decide what is important to you, what is not important to you. What are you guys doing this year? Where are you putting your energy this holiday season? And then let it be a family activity to delegate and to figure out who's going to do what so that it's not all on you. Because even the delegating in itself is work and we are trying to get things off of your plate. So share the responsibility. Um, My next tip is going to be to take the easy way out. What I mean by that is there's lots of pressure on us to do everything perfectly, right? And to do everything the right way. And sometimes that means, no, cookies have to be baked from scratch because that is the right way to do it. In reality, baking cookies from scratch might be one of those rubber balls, right? Does your family really care if the cookies are baked from scratch? Or if you go buy some cookie dough? Or if you're using some cookie mix? For some families, yes, that might mean a lot. For other families, it might not make a difference. And it might be a requirement that you're setting for yourself that is unnecessary. So ways that you can take the easy way out include doing all of your holiday shopping online. Do you have to go to the store to get your things? Or can you have it all delivered to your house? Hey, can you have it all delivered to your house? Gift wrapped, if that's something that you're interested in. 
How can you take the easy way out? Another way to take the easy way out is online grocery shopping. Do you really need to be in the stores and in the crowd to get your groceries? Or can your groceries be delivered to your doorstep because you've ordered them using the app? And another one is using the box cake mix. Not that I have anything against baking from scratch, but hey, can you take the easy way out and can it be okay? I'm reminded right now of a story that I read a long time ago. I don't even remember where I read it, but it was a story about this woman and her grandmother's famous strawberry cake. And the famous strawberry cake was a huge deal to their family. Anytime there was a family event, their grandmother would bring her strawberry cake. You know, every holiday, every big celebration, the family would gather at grandma's house and eating her strawberry cake would be one of the highlights of the event. And Grandma never let on, never told anybody what the recipe for her strawberry cake was. She never accepted any help when baking her strawberry cake because it was her special thing. So people would always ask, oh, Grandma, what's in it? Or what did you do special? And Grandma wouldn't share. She would say, just enjoy the cake. And after Grandma passed, this woman was in her grandmother's kitchen helping to clear out the house. And in the pantry, she found so many boxes of strawberry cake mix. And it was quite a revelation for her that her grandmother's cake, which was so famous and so special and brought people so much joy, was actually box cake mix. So I don't remember how that story ended because I read it a long time ago. But to me, it is you know, just sending the message, you can have that joy, you can have meaningful experiences with your family, even if you are taking the easy way out. You don't need to like be in the kitchen doing everything from scratch in order for your family to experience that joy and to experience something that you've created. So take the easy way out. My next tip is to take a break. Burnout really comes when We are at such a high level of stress for such a long time that our minds and bodies just literally tap out. They're like, nope, can't do it anymore. And we kind of start functioning at a level that is lower than our optimized level. In order to avoid burnout, it is really important that we do what it takes to, from time to time, activate our relaxation response. Let's compare it to the animal world. So in the animal world, when a gazelle is running from a lion, the gazelle's stress hormones shoot up and the gazelle's body knows, oh, it's fight or flight time. Let me flight. Let me run away from this lion. Once the gazelle has outrun the lion, there is a clear message that the danger is gone. So the gazelle's brain is able to tell the gazelle's body, hey, it's okay, lion's gone, we're safe. And hormones kind of, you know, release and gazelle is able to go back to living normal gazelle life, whatever that looks like. As humans, our stress response is activated sometimes, but there's not really the opportunity to, there's not really that, 
huge signal that, oh, everything's okay. You can activate the relaxation response now. When our stress is activated by something like the holidays, which lasts for a very long time, when our stress is activated by, you know, family interactions, there's not really a time to tell ourselves, oh, it's okay. So we have to force that time. And sometimes forcing that time might mean to take a break from your family. We tend to think of the holidays as family time and time to be all together. But being honest, we can say that sometimes that family time can be a little overwhelming. So it's a-okay to set aside some time for yourself. Find some time to be alone. Wake up a little early during the holidays when the kids are home so that you can have your coffee by yourself or you can meditate by yourself or you can do an early morning workout. You know, schedule a workout class that you can go to in the middle of the day if that's something that you're able to do. Plan to go get a massage in the middle of the day if that's something that you're able to do. But be very intentional during this time about spending some time alone so that you can be with yourself and that's so you can activate that relaxation response. When it comes to traveling for the holidays, it might be really helpful for you and your immediate family to plan some time away from the extended family. Because again, holidays, we think of it as family time, but it might be overwhelming for your kids or for your partner or for your entire immediate family to always be around the extended family. So maybe plan an outing or you know just a night where you and your family are together aside from the crowd. And my very last tip for avoiding holiday burnout is participating in the fun. When I think about my childhood and my mom being burnt out during the holidays, it was very clear that a huge reason for her burnout is that she wasn't able to participate in the fun. So I spoke earlier about burnout coming because we're not able to activate that relaxation response, right? Because we are constantly at this high level of stress and your mind and your body get worn out. So one way to activate that relaxation response is by participating in all of the fun and the magic that you're creating for your family. So you can activate that relaxation response by having a good laugh sitting down and watching a holiday comedy with your family, having a good cuddle with your family on the couch, spending some time in nature, whatever it is, you know, whatever you've had planned, take the time, put down the spatula, put down the duster, put down the camera, whatever it is that's causing you to do work while everyone else is having fun, put it down and engage in the fun, participate in the fun so that you can tell your body oh, we don't have to be stressed right now. We can actually enjoy ourselves. And in that way, even though you're not necessarily resting, you're not really, you know, you're not away from your family, you can still recharge and you can still fill your cup so that you can go back to pouring from it later on when you decide to get back to work. So my biggest tips for avoiding holiday burnout are dropping some of those balls when it comes to holiday traditions. Follow your heart, don't follow trends. Share the responsibility of planning for the holidays. There's a difference between shared planning and delegating. Shared planning, you know, allows the entire family to take part in delegating. It allows the entire family to take part in that invisible labor of planning the holidays. Delegating really puts you in charge and you are the manager, which is a lot of stress. 
take the easy way out. Consider whether you really do need to do it the hard way in order for your family to experience the joy and the magic. Take a break from your family, whether it means time alone or whether it means you and your immediate family taking a break from being around a large extended family. And the last, maybe most important tip is to participate in the fun. Make sure you are activating that relaxation response by putting down the work and having some of the fun that you are helping to create. So I hope this was informative for you. And I really hope that you are able to enjoy this holiday season with your family with a minimal amount of stress. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Managing Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Orlisa Poole, and I am so grateful that you took the time to listen. If you liked what you heard, please make sure you subscribe so you get alerts every week when I release new episodes. If you know of any other moms who might be feeling overwhelmed, I'd love for you to share this podcast with them. Managing Motherhood provides online therapy and coaching for moms who love their children but aren't loving motherhood. To learn more or to schedule a free consultation, visit psychotherapyformoms.com. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the Managing Motherhood podcast. See you next time.